How much pressure do you have to perform from day one? There's no pressure. There's no pressure at all. I've been getting pressure since I was 10 years old. I'm doing something that I love to do. Let's play the game of basketball. Y'all like to watch me play basketball. It hasn't kicked in yet to what I'm getting myself into. I'm not going to guarantee no championship. I'll tell you that. I just hope that they accept me for who I am as a basketball player and especially as a person. I know how to be a leader. It's just a long-term, I always tell y'all that this was a, one of the long-term dreams I always had. That's just, that's just playing in the NBA. Alright, who was that in the video? LeBron James. It's only crazy till you do it, just do it. That was, uh, that's like the, the line that's in there. That video, May uh, 2003, is when LeBron James was drafted into the NBA. Guess how old he was in that video? 18 years old in that video. Uh, he said he had pressure since 10 years old. So that video is kind of cool. It's showing that, like, wow, since he was 10, his dream was to get into the NBA. So you're kind of seeing something that, a goal that he finally reached. But then he's talking about kind of, like, what he's hoping to do in his life, like, what he's aiming for. And then the video is showing you later moments in his career like all the different things that he read, uh, the championships he won, even things that he did outside of the game of basketball as a leader and as a good person, as he was kind of saying. So it's pretty cool seeing him. He didn't know he'd become one of the greatest players, if not the greatest player in basketball history. But at that time, he's kind of celebrating the video, celebrating what he's done and kind of what he's going to do. And you're seeing those things be fulfilled in the video. You know, there's something admirable about a person who says they're going to do something and then does it. There's something admirable about somebody who comes through on their commitments. That's called integrity, and that's actually what I want to talk about tonight. I want to talk about integrity. We all know somebody who's had integrity. We've all met somebody who doesn't have any integrity before. We've experienced somebody, or maybe you've been, uh, experienced somebody who's lived with integrity. Maybe you've lived with integrity before, and you know that it's been helpful for you, right? Living with integrity is positive. It feels good, man. You gain respect when you live with integrity. When you say you're going to do something and then you do it, people respect you. Living with integrity sets you up for success. You feel accomplished. Um, living with integrity sets you up for success. When you live without integrity, it sets you up for failure. We all probably know somebody who lives without integrity or has lived without integrity. Maybe you're here and there's been a time when you lived without integrity. Maybe you made a decision or you said something or whatever. You didn't have integrity. You said you were going to do something. You lied about it or you kind of forgot about it or whatever. Living without integrity sets you up for failure. You know, one time uh, when I was in 10th grade, I was in honors biology, Miss McCullough's class. And um, guys, I'm about to get real vulnerable for a second here. So in that class... <laughs> But uh, to discourage cheating, what she did was she handed us all manila, manila envelopes, right? So, like, you had an envelope that, like, covered it, right? So it was supposed to, like, discourage cheating so you couldn't, couldn't see. But it actually just made it so much easier. It did the exact opposite because you could position it in a way that she can't see what you're looking at, and you can just see everybody else next to you. And the whole class knew. So the thing was, if you didn't really study, if 
you know, guy in like the front left like part of the room knew the answer, his answer would end up all the way to the back right. Like we we all everyone knew everyone else's answers. It made it so easy to cheat. So we're like taking tests and quizzes without much integrity. So one time I did not study at all for this test and uh or it was a quiz I think and I um I was freaking out because I'm usually pretty good at taking tests or whatever, but I, I just didn't even study at all. So my friend is in homeroom. He's like, dude, Matt, come on. Just make like a cheat sheet real fast. Like she doesn't even see it. Like do one, I do one for every test. I'm like, all right. So I, I make one. I, I don't know if you ever did that before in school. I kind of just write all the answers because I knew what the quiz was on. Write all the answers down. So I'm in class and like my heart is pounding. My hands are sweating. Like I really don't want her to catch me because this would be so embarrassing. I'm in honors biology. So I'm sitting there taking the test. Couple minutes into it, she's standing behind me. <laughs> and she goes, Hand me that cheat sheet. And it was the person next to me that had a cheat sheet. And she caught him with the cheat sheet. She didn't catch me. He gets kicked out of the class. She doesn't even let him finish the test. She is so infuriated that somebody would do that in her honors biology class. He later, like a month later, dropped out of high school, and it was uh, really embarrassing. So I was like, first and last time, I was like, that was my lesson. I lived without integrity. Like, that was the wrong decision when it came to taking my test. I should not do that. When you, when you live with integrity, you set yourself up for success. When you live without integrity, you set yourself up for failure. If you've ever had a friend who doesn't really have much integrity, they don't really care about that. They don't care about what they say or what they do. It can create a lack of trust. You can feel like that person's fake. Like they say this to me, but then they do this with somebody else. Like they're fake. They're dishonest. I don't want to uh, hang out with them. What'd you say? Fake? I don't know what you said. So you know, that's, that's what happens. Uh, that's an example of integrity. You know, I think about this. Maybe you've heard this before, like character is what you do when nobody's looking. Well, I think that's true. Yeah, and that's, that's like awesome. I think integrity is kind of part of that. Integrity is like what you do, like when no one's looking. I also think there's like a second side of it. Like in t- if character is what you do when no one's looking, integrity is what you do when everyone's looking. That's kind of what I think. Like when you say you're going to do something and then you do it, that's like integrity. And so here's like the dictionary definition of integrity. It means adherence to moral or ethical principles, the soundness of moral character or honesty, the state of being whole, entire, or undiminished. An antonym, like the opposite of integrity, it says is dishonesty. And some quotes that I found on integrity are, are like this. With integrity, you have nothing to fear. Since you have nothing to hide. With integrity, you will do the right thing, so you will have no guilt. Real integrity is doing the right thing, knowing that nobody's going to know whether you did it or not. Integrity means that you are the same in public as you are in private. And you know, the Bible actually has a lot to say about integrity, too. There's a book in the Bible called Proverbs. There's tons of Proverbs on integrity. Proverbs are just like wise sayings. Like, if you live by this, your life usually is better. Proverbs 10.9, it says, people, who, uh, people with integrity walk safely, but those who follow crooked paths will be exposed. And so, living with integrity sets you up for success. Living without integrity sets you up for failure. So the question kind of becomes, like, why wouldn't you live with integrity? I mean, I don't know about you. I feel like integrity is not really common. I feel like most people don't live with integrity. Maybe people think they do, but I think most people don't. Why? Why would somebody not live with integrity? Well, I think it's because maybe maybe it's like, well, 
it sounds kind of hard, like doing the right thing, even like if I, you know, don't want to. Hey, if you have your phone out right now, I'm just, I'm not singling a single, I'm not, I'm not calling anyone out in particular. If you have your phone out, please put it away right now, okay? I'm not, I'm not coming out with anybody. I'm not coming out with anybody right now, okay? You can respect that. Thank you so much. Okay, so, uh, no, don't say it. Keep it to yourself. Thank you, Harrison. Okay, so why do we forego integrity? I think it's because sometimes we feel like it's easier to just do whatever we want. Man, like doing the right thing, sometimes it feels hard. Sometimes it feels uncomfortable. Like I don't want to do that. And it's easier to just do whatever I want. But like I said, when you live without integrity, you set yourself up for failure. Who brought up, who brought up Logan Paul earlier? Who said that? He thought that was the video? Yeah, dude, one year ago was his apology video, right? What did he do? He goes in a forest and he films something and it's totally, he's not thinking about what's appropriate. He's not thinking about like integrity or what should I put out there. He's thinking like, this is funny. This is gonna get me news. This is gonna get me in front of everybody. And so he did something with absolutely no integrity and he paid for it because now everyone knows him. He's like infamous, right? I saw somebody, uh, Matt Pat tweeted about him like yesterday, I think. Did you read this? Uh, Game Theory people? Yeah, did you read this? He said, uh, Logan Paul said something offensive. Jake Paul stealing money from kids. Wow, it's almost like they purposely do something offensive every time they start to lose relevance in a desperate attempt to stay in the public eye. Hashtag just the theory. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. You can, whatever. We'll talk more about it after. So the point is this. I think Integrity, living with integrity sets you up for success. Living without integrity sets you up for failure. I think sometimes it's hard to live with integrity because, man, sometimes it's, it's like hard or it's like it's a harder choice to make, but it's always the, the better choice. It's going to set you up. You're going to get more respect if you live with integrity. And here's the thing. It doesn't just stop there. It's not just about being successful or something. You know, you need to have integrity in your own walk with God. Where we're saying integrity is like when you say something and then when you do it, right? Last week we talked about how spiritual training is greater than physical training. And um, I want to read a passage. It's in the Bible. It's in James. It's in the book of James. James was the brother of Jesus. So think about this. How many people have a sibling right now? What would your sibling have to do to convince you that they are the savior of the world? Like, I don't know what they'd have to do. This guy believed that his brother Jesus was the savior of the world. So I think, you know, like Jesus was pretty incredible. (laughs) Yeah, Jesus had a brother named James, and he wrote one of the books of the Bible. And we're, we're going to read right now what he said. Here's what James said. I'm not going to answer that question right now because I don't actually know the answer. I'm going to assume he probably did have children. But here's what I want to know, Harrison. He has advice for you and me. He wrote it to people who are following Jesus. Here's what it says, James chapter 1, verse 22. Put your listening ears on. It's going to be on the screen. But don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it's like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. We're saying integrity is when you say you're going to do something, And then you actually follow through with it. That's admirable. And James is saying having integrity in your walk with God, that's like crucial. That's a critical part of having a walk with Jesus. 
He says, don't just listen to God's word. You have to do what it says. You're only fooling yourself. If you come to youth group and you're like, yeah, like, right, I want to get closer to God. I want to follow God's ways. Yeah, my life is better when I follow God's ways. And then you go and you just like don't care about it. You forget all about it. You're not fooling me. You're not fooling your mom. You're not fooling your youth leader. You're not fooling God. You're just fooling yourself. That's what he says. That's the only person you're fooling. Man, you got to do what God's word says. Don't just say it. Don't just listen, but do it. It says, if you listen to the word, you don't obey. It's like glancing at the, looking in the mirror, seeing yourself and forgetting what you look like. What if like I had to take a questionnaire and I had like uh, my, you know, I had my phone right here, just taking a picture, like, okay, uh, put down my hair color. It's, uh, oh gosh, what is it? And I have to keep looking at myself. It's, um, oh my gosh, I forgot. How many ears do I have? It's, uh, oh my God, I don't, I don't remember. Like, right, right, you would be like, what's wrong with that person? You'd laugh at them. That's stupid. But that, he's saying, man, well, if you say you're going to do something and then you don't do it, like, that's kind of what it looks like. It's like you're looking in the mirror and you walk away and you already forgot what you look like. like that, that's what it's like. So having integrity in your walk with God, that's crucial. That's important. And it says, if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, it sets you free. There's a sense of freedom to living and integrity in your walk with God. Man, if you've ever felt like, God, ha- has God like answered my prayer? Why hasn't God answered my prayer or something? But then you kind of look at your life and you're like, man, I haven't been living for God. Or like, man, I've been making some bad decisions lately. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, then you kind of feel guilty. You're like, man, can I really be mad at God if I'm like not doing what's right? Like, that's not, that doesn't determine if your prayers are answered. But when you're saying, man, God, I'm following your ways. I'm trying my hardest right now. There's a freedom in that. Like, God, I can come into your presence and say, God, like, I need your help right now. And I'm following you. And I think this is what you want for my life. And so, God, would you help me? There's a freedom and walking in God's ways and being confident in your integrity that you're making the right decisions. And it says, if you do what it says, you don't forget what you heard, God will bless you for doing it. God will bless you for living with integrity, not just in your life, but in your walk with God. He'll bless you. Now, I think about it this way, like, who here plays, like, any sort of sport or you've been in a sport or anything, right? Almost everybody in the room, right? So if you're, like, part of, like, football team, if you're part of a basketball team, you've got practice probably, like, five, six days a week. You could, like, not go to practice if you don't want to. You could just be, like, I'm bored. It's annoying. I don't want to go. Or, you know, I'm sick. It's uncomfortable, right? Practice is uncomfortable. I mean, i got to lift weights. I don't really want to do that. i got to do drills again. Like, I already know how to do the drills. Like, I don't want to do it, right? You can feel that way. But the truth is, when you practice, you're going to be better off in the game, right? When you actually go to compete, when you face an opponent, you're going to be better. It's like muscle memory. You already know what to do. And so I kind of think he's saying the same thing. Man, well, God will bless you if you live in integrity, if you live with integrity in your walk with God. You're going to be blessed. It's going to be even easier. Yes, sometimes it is harder to choose integrity. Sometimes it is easier to live without integrity. But if I remember, if I live without integrity, I'm setting myself up for failure. If I live with integrity, I'm setting myself up for success. Man, that is so much better. It's going to be easier uh, when I'm facing an opponent. So if character is what you do when no one's looking, integrity is what you do when everyone's looking. We want to have integrity in our walk with God. So my question for you is this. Are you doing what you said you'd do? Are you doing what you said you'd do? Maybe you're like, I didn't make any promises. Yeah, yeah, but come on. The last conversation you had with your mom, the last conversation you had with your friend, maybe the last conversation you had with a youth leader, are you doing what you said you'd do? Are you living with integrity? Jesus, he says this, let your yeses be yes and let your noes be noes. That's all you gotta do. You don't have to be like, I super promise, I'll do it, I promise. And then, because he's like, he's like, just say yes and just say no. Be a person of your word. That's, being, that's integrity. Be a person of your word. 
Do what you say you're going to do. If, you're gonna, if you say you're going to do something, just do it. That's it. Just do it. And that's the name of our series. Just do it. So be a person of your word. So here's the a, here's a walkway point. I was kind of, I was thinking about like, man, what is, what, what should the walkway point be? I feel like there's so many different things I could have chose. But this is kind of what I went with because I like the alliteration. Introduce integrity. Introduce integrity into your life. Maybe you already live with integrity, whatever. Introduce integrity into your life. If you live with integrity, you set yourself up for success. If you live without integrity, you set yourself up for failure. So introduce integrity. Introduce integrity into your life. Introduce integrity into your friendships, into your home. Introduce integrity. That's your walkway point. Look at your neighbor and say the walkway point. Introduce integrity. Integrity. It's a tongue twister. Okay. Let me pray for you guys. We'll go to our small groups. We'll talk about it. Sound good? God, thank you for today. Thank you so much for your love. God, thank you uh, for what we talked about today. Thank you for your word, Lord, that you could speak to us about integrity, God. Help us to live integrity, Lord God, to live with integrity, God. Help us to introduce integrity into our lives, Lord God, and into our relationships and our friendships, Lord God. Help us to, like you said, Jesus, kind of let your yes be yes, let your no be no. Like, help us to be somebody of our word, God. Like, we saw that LeBron James video. Like, man, he's saying, this was my dream to be in the NBA, and then he made it into the NBA. Then he's saying what he's going to do now that he's in the NBA, and in the video, we see all the stuff he's doing. There's something admirable about somebody who says they're going to do something, and then they do it. So, God, help us to be like that. Help us to be people who live with integrity, but not just in our lives, but God, also in our walk with you. Like your word says, help us not to just be hearers of the word, but help us to be doers of the word, God. Be with us the rest of the time. In your name.